All right, hello. It is the Reset Channel um, podcast number three. You got Dominique here. What's up, y'all? DJ. What's up, good people? Dr. Cole here. And we sort of been brainstorming sort of what we wanted to do moving into episode three. Um, and with honor of National Forgiveness Day this past Sunday, um, we're sort of going to hit on that and then just some pivoting and everything else. But me and DJ were sort of talking when we were coming up with um, the... I guess, topic of the podcast, and a sentence kept resonating with me. We want to recognize how our past experiences have built the foundations of our today. So we all have our past. We all have gone through so much. But how is that helping us? Like, how can you identify that? Um, So like I had already said, in honor of National Forgiveness Day, we sort of just want to touch first on some ways that forgiveness or not receiving the forgiveness or the apology have sort of affected our lives with whether it be people or situations where we never received that apology. So we're sort of going to dive in from there. And DJ, if you sort of want to just hit on what that resonates to you first. Yeah, this uh, this is a deep topic um, uh, because this relates to, to everyone I can see, y'all. And uh, whether it's uh, family, friends, uh, personal, business, I know we've all experienced those situations where we probably even felt wrong or someone was wrong doing us. The biggest thing uh, I think is one, forgive yourself if you felt like you did someone wrong. Um, and then two, I think what helped me is recognize that, hey, we all have trauma um, in past relationships or uh, in our background that we sometimes can bring or people can bring into their next relationships or their current relationships. So. I've learned that whenever someone did me wrong, um, that's my mindset as far as dealing with it. It's like saying, hey, you know, maybe that person doesn't um, understand their trauma or understand how they portray their trauma uh, towards me. Um, And that's helped me out a lot, guys. I know me and Dom talk a lot. We love to categorize, um, we're big on energy. And you know, people in your life that surround you, they're either what we call batteries or they vacuums. What I mean by battery is people who, who charge your life and, and bring positivity to your life. You love, you get energized being around, and then you have people who are vacuums, who can be family, friends, coworkers, or whatever, who uh, people who bring the energy out of you. You know, maybe uh, always talking about people or just down and you just get a bad energy from them. It just sucks the energy out of you. Um, so just recognizing the, the energy um, from people and just being able to navigate that and and always also remembering that you know God brings good relationships and bad relationships in our life for us to, to learn and grow from and that we all can grow from yeah yeah that's um, that's just pretty deep that sort of makes you do a little bit of self-reflection which you know I, I don't mind doing I've you know growing up as I've gotten older I've learned to just sort of brush things off my shoulders. But hey, it probably is a lot of people feel that I feel owe me an apology, and then there's probably some people feel like I owe them an apology. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's all about, you know, we have to examine ourselves and really see if we felt we did something to offend somebody. If I'm that, t- I've always been that type of person. If I did, I didn't mind apologizing. And mm-hmm. I like to pivot and move forward and like to learn from experiences like that so that things like that never happen again but I can just I could probably write a book on issues like that you know with all the interactions I've had good or bad Um, and I think I've learned from good or bad experiences in my life so um, as I've gotten older done a lot of self-reflection 
I'm the type of person now I like to listen and look at the big picture of things and sort of just sort of analyze, hey, did I did I do something to offend this person? Mm -hmm. And now I'm at a point in life where I don't mind. Say, look, did I, you know, say something to offend you? Or if I did something in the past, hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If if yeah. if you took it, they may have perceived it. So I'll apologize and move on and other people may not see it that way. So you just can't let stuff like that get to you. You have to sort of learn from it self-reflect, move on, and ask God to guide you. Yeah. yeah, I can definitely see that. Um, I think one thing, well, two things that are really powerful is setting expectations on people. I think it's really hard as you get older, you realize that we have these expectations of what these certain roles or these people or these situations are supposed to be. And that one sets ourselves up for possible disappointment if they don't live up to whatever expectation is in our head. So trying to remove those expectations away from um, those people or those situations, I think, are the first step in sort of growing um, in all those. And I could even reflect on that personally. Um, I grew up with my biological dad not necessarily being in my life. He was always sort of around. He was a little more of a fan than a father um, in a lot of situations than one. And I think that was the hardest apology or expectations that sort of up until this day still sometimes mess with me. And my biggest way of sort of getting not over it because it never goes away, but finding my healing with it was writing a letter. I wrote letters, I wrote poetry, I figured out whatever way to express that in any words that I could find at the moment. And one day I just sent it over and I sent it to him and I had him read it and he apologized then. And it was a shallow apology, but it was what I needed to help me find that closure. And I think like Marcel said, it's just sort of pivoting. Even if we're wrong in situations, we don't see it, hey, apologize it's okay yeah. everybody else has expectations their own feelings so just try to recognize where that other person's coming from and just sort of move on we're all too yeah. too mature and too, <laughs> to got too yeah, much yeah. life going on to to be stuck oh, yeah. there i think uh i think what you said don was powerful that people can you know learn from uh even someone who's listening to this you may be struggling with that with uh with that relationship with someone uh it's just the power and just putting stuff down on paper like journaling, uh, writing letters, diaries. Uh, those are the things that I think are, are powerful, man, that we take for granted because we think it's so small, but sometimes just getting it out on paper. So not just that workout, you know, just writing stuff down and just getting it out, you know, can, uh, can help you as far as jumpstart that healing, what you hit on. Yeah. And I think as we're talking about sort of writing stuff down, um, as deep as we said we could get into this subject, we do have a couple other things we just want to talk about. Um, but writing stuff down, I think we go into our big three questions. The whole podcast, everything about us so far has been about pivot. So what sort of steps we go to pivot? When do we need to step back and recognize when to pivot? Journaling. So DJ, do you want to go sort of the three questions that we've tended to ask ourselves in a situation to let us know when it's time to sort of move past the situation, pivot into something new, whether it be life or personal or whatever it is? Yeah, most definitely. Uh, I think the biggest thing, man, is just you, you, when you feel like you have no room to, there, you have no growth or you feel complacent or you have that, that fire, that burning sensation where you feel like you can do more. Um, a lot of times the pivot may be force. You know, it could be a failure. It could be a situation that forces us to pivot. So it, uh, sometimes it really doesn't need to be internal. It can be, you know, for example, with, with, with our situation, with COVID, how we pivoted during COVID or how we changed locations. Um, and it's really just, just adapting uh, in that aspect. And workout-wise, you, you think of, you know, you, lose, you using the same weight or, 
you do, we say we got, you, you have to do 10 reps and you do 10 reps and you're like, man, I can do 10 more reps. And you know that weight is easy. So you pivoting, always challenging your body and your, your mind and your, your mental and physical health to, to become the best you. Because at the end of the day, guys, we only get one body. You know, God doesn't let us hit the restart button on life. So are yeah. we fulfilling our best self? Yeah, absolutely. And that, that in, entails as we get older, we have to take care of ourselves spiritually, emotionally. I mean, we just really have to get engaged with our body and do what's mm -hmm. best for our body. We have to, um, of course, we have to look out for our families. You know, I was telling someone the other day, um, I'm, I'm 53 years old, I don't mind saying that. And I have parents that are, are over 70, and I have kids that range from 22 to 34. And I was I was telling one of my buddies and I said yeah, yeah, absolutely <laughs> and I said we're at an age now where we um, we have parents that are getting older and they have their own you know issues going on so we're trying to sort of balance things out and look out for them mm -hmm. we have kids that are growing maturing and are doing well that are having kids that also have their issues so I mean there, there's a way that we just have to sort of stay engaged and let the experience we had in the past sort of guide what we're doing and set a good example for them so. Yeah. I, as a father, I still have to do what's best for me sometimes. Sometimes that means scaling back, just taking a day to relax, doing some self-care, mm -hmm. going to get a yeah. massage, going to get some kneeling done on myself, mm -hmm. or sometimes just staying in the house and relaxing. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Irene and Edna, guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Dr. Carlos, you're going to say, I think a lot of people come to you sort of, even though it's injury, it's at a pivot point. Like they're coming to you to pivot to be a better version of themselves, just like they're sort of coming to the gym. So I guess, how do you help people walk through the the pivoting, whether it be post-injury or anything from the PT side? Oh, wow, from the PT <laughs> side. See, that's the thing about being a physical therapist. I, I think it's one of the best professions there is because we get to spend a lot of times with the patient and we actually get probably in a lot of cases more information about the patient than a lot of their doctors do. Yeah. And so they'll come to me with a lot of different issues. And a lot of my patients grow to be friends. I've, I've, I've worked with patients. i work with their parents. i work with their kids. It's been several generations. And so I just try to be there for them to help guide them through whatever they're, mm -hmm. they're dealing, dealing with, whether it's cancer, whether it's stuff with their kids, whether it's post-surgery, and just, just everything, just being there to listen and just to give them the best information I can. That's the one, the listen. Yeah. Me and DJ talk yeah. all the time. Even though I have a social work yeah. degree and background, we feel like just being in the gym, we end up having like a counselor's background. We're, yeah, exactly. we're helping people through so many things that even in turn, turn around and help ourselves out. So yeah, I definitely, yeah. I really well, resonate with that. But you know what, that. you yeah. just said that. I mean, <laughs> listening is everything. Sometimes yeah. people yeah. just want you to listen. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes that's therapy there. Just, yeah. just listening to them, let them get out what they, whatever yeah. it is they want to talk about, whatever it is yeah. they want to discuss. Yeah. Let them get it out, and then you can say, "Okay, well, this is hey, yeah, yeah. These are my thoughts on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like like almost an unbiased listener. So, yeah. so maybe someone not necessarily in their immediate household who can give them a different opinion or or mindset as far as going forward and how they can be better. Yeah, I don't know if anybody here um, has heard of the book The Body Keeps Score, but even just releasing those thoughts, emotions that you have, your body sometimes will feel instantly better. 
Um, someone recently in my life got a divorce and also started a weight loss journey and everything. And I mean, dropped like 40, 50 pounds yeah. in the matter of shedding all of the emotional baggage that came with it. Yeah. So you never know what your body needs to heal, whether it be emotional, physical, the gym. Yeah. It, your body needs yeah. all these different avenues. That's, to, right. to see, that's why we like here at Body Games, you Dom as a counselor, everything you do, DJ, personal trainer, me as a physical therapist, we have to give off positive energy. Yeah. yeah. You know, Absolutely. I mean, people come through, I've heard DJ say this, yeah. I, I say this at my clinics and mm -hmm. stuff. People come through, you don't know what they got going on yeah. at home. Yeah. When they come through that door, there needs to be a smiley face. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We just need to give off good energy. Yeah. You know, I, we just don't know how that helps people. I agree 100%. Yeah. I test one thing, guys, uh, Newton said it, Newton's law is like mm -hmm. energy is never destroyed, it's just transferred. Yes. Like, <laughs> but he was talking about physics, but it's crazy how he was talking about even so much more as people and how we interact. So yeah. if you're giving off that bad energy, people receive that. Um, I saw a quote uh, earlier this week. A guy said, get in your body to get out your mind. And I thought mm -hmm. that was deep as far as working out. You know, you know, you when you working out, like, just forget about everything, guys, mm -hmm. and just being able to just to focus on that, on you. And it's crazy after that workout with those endorphins and those neurotransmitters in your brain, how much better you may feel just by getting in your body and getting out of your mind. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I said as complex as it could be to do a workout or to come to PT to see your counselor to talk to them, it also is just going up to somebody and saying hello and yeah. giving a smile out, <laughs> yeah, like greeting the person yeah. that's taking your coffee order. It's the tiny yeah. things every day that make the world of difference for everybody. And I think. Fundamentally, that's what we need to focus on. No matter what's going on outside, is just being a kind person, yeah. <laughs> and that, yeah. in yeah. in regards to everything else, will make life just a little bit better. Absolutely, <laughs> I told one of my um, students that I said, "Look, your personality and your energy will take you a long way." Yeah, yeah. that's facts. <laughs> yes, and I think I think for all three of us guys, that's one way that that has helped us as far as grow and even still strive to grow is when Dom initial questions, are you being fulfilled? All three of us are fulfilled by helping others, yes. you know, and giving off that energy as far as, hey, did we help somebody today? How did we help somebody today? Mm -hmm. Did we allow that person to, to leave our environment or leave our presence and be a better mother, a better father, a better parent, a better cousin, brother, sister? Um, and and, and that's, that's what it's all about. Yeah. I mean, that's what, I mean, I, I wake up every morning well, first, I wake up, I go work out. Y'all mm -hmm. yeah. know I'm up early. That's my time. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. the only time where my phone is not ringing. Yeah. It's just my time mm -hmm. to relax, pray to God, yeah. whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, I and I try to give off that positive energy. No doubt. Yeah. From the time I walk in the door to the gym, I'm trying to give good energy. Yeah. That's real. Mm -hmm. Dr. Cole is the only person, guys, where <laughs> at 4.30 in the morning, we're literally texting. Or I'm texting him even about a song. We're just oh, like, so yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> he's up, but I'm up too. And it's just, it's it's fun that there's no one on the highway, no one bothering you, but you got that one person we can talk to. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, that I think we also like to say, you can't make time. You have to take time. Yeah. I think that's one thing that we try to resonate with people. You have to take that time to better yourself, regardless of the next situation, which brings us to our next sort of question that we do is, are you the best version of yourself? Can you sit back and be content with where you're at? If you were 
to die today, hopefully not, of course, but yeah. would you be satisfied with the life that you've lived? And that is a hard question because we never know when that last breath of ours is going to happen. So every day you have to strive to be the best version of you for yourself, for your kids, your family, your job, whatever it yeah. is. It's hard, but you have to take it as if it is your last day here. And I think that will leave a monumental impact on the world and on your relationships, period. Yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. Amen. I agree with you 100 Yeah. And I think the last question, which was the simplest one, which we sort of pivoted this podcast. I'm just going to say we have notes yeah. that we surely did not oh, stick yeah. to, but I yeah, love it where it went it way more. Yeah, yeah, no <laughs> so even in situations like this, you've got to pivot. We yeah, had no notes. Doubt. We didn't yeah, fully stick to them, but yeah. this is a real conversation. This is our true raw feelings totally off scripted if that makes anybody else feel yeah, good because it made yeah. me feel good where we went so the last question that we had was sort of the are you happy which i think you can tell by the giggles and the agreements yeah. we're happy yeah. yes yeah. not every day is amazing every day come with different tragedies different things that we have to hurdle through just different challenges. But yeah. at the end of the day, we can sit back and be happy because we've answered yes to the two questions before that. We yeah. feel fulfilled yeah. and we feel like every day we're giving our best that we have. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think that's the key to happiness. Absolutely. And we, <laughs> and we have helped way more people than we have hurt. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. 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 That's facts. And uh, we'll, we'll always continue to be, no matter what. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, well, hey, keep giving good energy, y'all. No Everyone, doubt, let's keep doing it. Keep giving good energy. No doubt. Stay tuned for episode four, y'all. Yes, we'll have some more content for you guys. Thank you for listening. And again, please like, share, subscribe, do all the things before. Spread us some love. <laughs> yes, we want to just sort of be here, be real for all the people, as many people as we can touch and help out a little bit, make them smile and make their day a little bit better. Bull City. Wow, that was